You're listening to your superpowered mind on the Superpower Up podcast, the show that investigates the innate power within your brain to create lasting change. Hello, everyone. Welcome to your superpowered mind. I'm your host, Kristen Maxwell. And in this show, we explore the process of transformation and give you tools and strategies you can use to transform your own life. And today we're exploring a topic that has gotten a lot of recognition as an important personality trait in terms of happiness, and that's resilience. Our guest today is Mark Green, and we're going to be talking about how to develop resilience to take charge of your life. And Mark has an incredible background. He is a retired Lieutenant Colonel and Inspector General from the U.S. Army and an author, global mindfulness coach, and speaker. Despite starting his life out in poverty with numerous other challenges, he worked his way up from enlisted soldier to some of the highest positions in the military. He also, along the way, earned, became an award-winning Taekwondo black belt and earned a law degree. After 34 years of service, Mark retired from the service and turned his efforts to helping others boost resilience and to help veterans ease their transitions back into civilian life. Mark, welcome to Your Superpowered Mind. Hey, thanks for having me, Kristen. I'm really happy to be here. Yeah, it's it's good to have you here. You have a lot to offer. (laughs) So my first question always is, what superpower did you uncover as a result of mastering your mind? You know, I, that's a really good question because the first time I thought about what has come out of all of the change that has happened, uh, even for myself, is that to be grateful. And what I mean by that is because I've been grateful to so many people that have decided to help me along the way because, one, I was I stopped being afraid to ask. And, two, when I was purposely showing it and, you know, with – true, um, true, you know, the true, true way of doing it, I realized that that has a power far beyond anything within myself. So I think that's a superpower I've learned. Wow, that's a, that's a beautiful super, superpower. And, and you, you really do have quite a story. Um, can you tell us a little bit about your journey to actually developing, you know, this, this superpower and where you are? Sure. So, so, you know, the gratefulness piece is, you know, like that has helped me to excel, but before I did that, I was lucky. And I say I was lucky because first I was unlucky that I had a few great mentors in my life that planted some early seeds in my life and actually didn't realize that they were planting them in my subconscious. Although later on in life, then, you know, they, they, they became germinated because they were kind of dormant in me and then they just became alive. And because of those mentors, you know, it, it helped me get from where I was, which was, I was stuck. I had a the lack of faith. I had no plan. I, you know, I had a lot of adversity. I had a lot of stress. And I wasn't sure how I was going to deal with that. But then I went back to some things that some people had said. And my first mentor said, Mark, you can be a champion. 
Well, the first time that actually happened is when I joined the Army after I was a kind of a little hellion in Missouri for a few years before that. My, um, you know, I ended up on the Army's Taekwondo team and the first ever team to fight as a team and fought in two national championships. And then that seed that had planted was planted in sixth grade became true. So I'm grateful to that man who planted that early seed. And then, you know, of course, then I went on to my military career and then I moved on and, you know, I've had my, my share of, um, you know, relationship problems and the other things that happen in people's lives. But the other shift was that I realized that those things don't have to control my life now because really all they really were, were events. And the other thing I learned is it is now my choice to respond how I respond to those events, which will change the outcomes for my own future. And so I, I, that's how I have learned to deal with adversity and also then focus on what I want and not what I don't want. Wow, you have just thrown out some huge, great ideas <laughs> to wrap, to wrap um, our minds around. And... I love how you, you know, you're, you're focusing on how you don't have to focus on adversity. And I know you, you work a lot and you, you have a book actually that, that talks about resilience. What was it? I mean, was it the, the seeds that were planted by, by your mentors a long time ago, but what was it that allowed you to actually develop that resilience and to actually get this mindset of it is my choice and how to respond. Yeah. And so I, I, I look at it in two categories, usually for me in this, in my case, it was physical and mental uh, trauma. Uh, it was, you know, fighting a war in Afghanistan and dealing with the separation from family and all of the stress that it brings from, you know, having rocket attacks and the things that were happening to us in the areas but but then also being injured, being being aggravated injury, having an aggravated injury, and coming home and having to learn how to walk again, and so what happened was, as I as I went through that journey, I realized that some things had to change, and and I just kind of mapped it out one day in my head, and I thought, well, what did I have to do to get back to health? Well, I know I had to rest, so. The, the model that I created came from the things that I had to deal with, which was the first thing I had to do was rest. I had to rest my body. I had to rest my mind from the deployment. I was exhausted. I was 25, 23 pounds lighter than I was when I left. And I needed, I needed to rest and just stop and take a knee and just figure out what was going to happen next for me. And then I realized, well, what was the other things that had to happen for me? Well, I had to reconnect. And that meant that I had to go back and reconnect with my family. I had to reconnect with friends. I had to reconnect with my dog, my truck keys, so I could go down to McDonald's and have my first cheeseburger again after being gone for so long. So, so the reconnection was like a, it was like I needed, you know, I needed that bonding again. Uh, and things aren't always the same when there's a long distance relationship that gets spread out like that. But I had to reconnect, but also with myself because things had changed. Right. My had changed. My mind had changed. And, and things aren't the same when you come home. So I thought, well, what else did I have to do? Well, I had to reset my mind. 
because I think of it as like a blue screen on a computer. If things are going wacky, well, you got to stop and turn the button off so it doesn't dump all your, you know, your stuff. And so resetting the mind is, is the most critical thing. And the most important and cool thing that I learned out of that was I had a subconscious mind and I had not used it because I was a kid with anger and resentment and ag- aggravation growing up. And I was using my fight or flight response instead of my subconscious to, to heal my own mind. Mm-hmm. So learning that there is a subconscious mind and what we feed it gets manifested on the other side has been one of the biggest and most powerful lessons as well uh, that kind of helped me supercharge a little bit. And I just think that you have to stop sometimes and just start thinking differently. Right. So that, you know, there's, there's, there's four more steps, removing negativity and, 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 uh, problems and resolving issues that you have out there or either police at least if you can't resolve it create a healthy limit of what you will and will not accept and then recon and, and plan out your future write it down set goals do little things just don't don't expect big results in a few days you know there's no magic wand just take time to to map out your future and then in the end re re-engage. And I, when I went through that whole process, I, I, I stopped and I was like, wow, I feel so much better. I don't have the stress that I had. I don't have the feelings that I had. I can choose different responses. I can, and then I realized, oh my gosh, this is powerful for others. <laughs> so, right. so somebody said, Mark, this isn't just for you. I thought it was going to be just for veterans and military people. And all these people they're reading are like, oh my gosh, this is the best book. I, I want to know how you do this. Right. So it just started happening. And then, you know, we ended up on the largest, as, as a, uh, a pick for the largest consulting book club in the world. We ended up on Parade Magazine with it. We ended up with 265,000 views of the first book with uh, Megan Kelly's and some other books on a, um, uh, through uh, Harper Collins. And she was a mentor of mine uh, up in New York. We just, some great things have come out of me finally saying it's okay to share your story. It's okay to, you know, let the air out of the balloon and learn from others and then be grateful and open your heart a little bit. I was afraid to open my heart. I've been hurt a lot, a lot of alienation. Right. And I was like, I don't have to be afraid anymore. And what I choose is what I choose. And that's just been the powerful journey that I've been on. Yeah, that really is powerful. And you've got a lot of strength there. You know, we do have to go take a break. Um, And when we come back, I want to talk to you more about how, you know, we can, others can develop resilience to take charge of your life. But before we go, can you tell people what is the name of your book? And also, where can they find uh, out more about you? Sure. The name of both books uh, the first is Warrior's Code 001, and that's the seven steps to vital resiliency. And that is the how-to book. And then the Step Out, Step Up book is, um, both of them are on Amazon, and that is that is the memoir I wrote that people can read my stories about my, my entire journey. That's great. Thank you. We will, we're going to take a really quick break, and we'll be right back. 
Are you here to change the world? Do you talk about things like vibration, frequency, awakening, and consciousness? Are you pretty sure you have superpowers? The Superpower Net is unlike normal coaching programs and conscious communities. We provide training, intuitive guidance, peer-to-peer learning, intensive one-on-one coaching, and a high vibrational network of people just like you. When you join the Net, you get 24-7 access to a collaborative group of people who support you as you master your personal power and unlock your superpowers. If you're ready to use your superpowers to change the world, then join the Superpower Net today. Visit superpowerexperts.com slash the net to learn more. Welcome back, everyone. We are listening to your superpowered mind, and we're talking to Mark Green today about the power of resilience. And I, I guess in all of that, and this is this might be an impossible question to answer is how did you find resilience instead of giving up what do you think it was in you that allowed you to actually make all of these realizations well part of it i have to give credit to um the chicken soup for the soul guide jack canfield because he taught me to incorporate something into my everyday life every day and stay disciplined like five things a day and you know no blaming no excuses you know 100 percent accountability some things that i was ignoring in my life and i wasn't really ready to step up to that and one of the that's one of the reasons why i called my book step out step up because my advice to others is then step if you have little faith then step up to more faith. If you have no planning, then step up to a plan and create one. If you have your, if you, if you need to step out of being stuck, then step up to releasing the brakes and go for it. And if you're, you know, if you're stepping out of adversity, just step up to a better life and put those things in practice and incorporate them in your daily life every day. Meditate every day, drink more water every day, exercise for 20 minutes every day and read 20 minutes every day. Okay. So, so it it's really is, it's sort of some almost simple sounding um, steps to take. And yet they help give you, is it the strength and the space then to, to recognize that your own power? I think it rewires us. Mm-hmm. I think with doing all those things collectively, not just one, we become, we become aware. Um, we become more 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 accepting of maybe things that didn't go so well and then we start focusing on and bringing the law of attraction to our lives that will bring better and and good and i think that is really the key i just feel like you know reading affirmations and meditating and reading your goals and visioning them and 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 creating an emotion that if you've if you met that goal that is how you would feel mm-hmm. because if you put that in your mind and then it, when it happens, you're like, oh, that's how that feels because you've already been there. So I just think it, it does. it's not an overnight thing and it may take some persistence, but it builds you and rewires you in so many different ways that are so beautiful. And, and then don't forget the people that help you do that along the way. Right. So what would you say, and I love, I mean, everything you said right there really resonates with the idea that 
when you really just give yourself the space to open up, you learn that you do have a choice to focus on something other than your problems and to recognize that you yourself do have responsibility to, to take your life in whatever direction you want it to go. Um, when a lot of times at it, it, it first, it feels like that's not possible. Mm-hmm. So uh, what I, um, what I'm wondering is, is there, what was the biggest change in belief or perspective? You, you mentioned, you mentioned a number of them, but is there one that you remember as being like the first really big aha or making the biggest difference? Yeah, I think um, long, long time ago when it was after, you know, a, a failed relationship, I went skiing in Rio Dosa, and this was years ago before a lot of these other things have taken place from, you know, changing over time. But I had went to the top of the mountain in Rio Dosa and I was skiing and I had taken a book to read at the, at the chalet there and it was See You at the Top. Mm-hmm. And, and the thing is, it's, I realized that that day, um, and really, I think the word that I'm trying to, to force towards is the word decision. Because I mentally told myself and made a decision that I was going to change. Because what I had, what I was doing wasn't working. I'm not saying that you, you don't still have to get rid of problems and work through them because they don't just go away just because they're still sitting there. I'm going to go do other stuff. You still have to resolve some of your problems. But a decision is the first step. And that is, to me, is the biggest thing you can do. Make that decision to start today. Right. That that something's going to be different and you are going to achieve something. Exactly. Put that magnifying glass on on your life and say, I am making this decision today. I'm not waiting till tomorrow. I'm not waiting until next week. I am making it now. Yes. And I think one of the things that helped me when I first heard about that concept was somebody, they asked, you know, think of a time from your past when you decided you were going to do something. And it it doesn't happen that often, but I could remember a couple different times in my life where it didn't really matter what was happening outside of me. I was going to make it happen. And when you get in touch with that, that sort of feeling of, yes, that is what it takes to decide, it then helps you to sort of step into taking that feeling on again for about a new decision. Does that make sense? It, does. it really does. And, you know, like I, I realize that, you know, sometimes the stories are gripping, you know, I mean, they're heartbreak, there's drama, there's you know, there's convict. You know, there's all these things that take place, and 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 the adversity just is stirring around our heads. And then just you know, just make taking that moment, just like you said, and 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 then going for it. Just you know, don't don't wait for the perfect time to start to change, because I have found there is no perfect time. The the perfect time is now. You know, I I had thought one time to call my book the past from lost to found. Um, but I realized, well, I may have been lost in some areas, but you know, we have, we have, we have magnificence, magnificence in all of us. 
you know, we are all, we are all God's creatures. And, you know, if you believe in um, that side of it or, you know, the universe or what, what it is that you believe is that higher power, but we all, we all have the one bond, which is our hearts. And once you connect with yourself and, and really work on yourself, then you can connect with others. And then some of the past pains, they, they fall away. Right. And so is it that you learn and partly in going forward that you learn to stop regretting or what would you say that is? Um, I would say it was just a shift to not, you know, like don't focus on, like I said earlier, don't focus on the problems, focus on where you want to go. Got it. And spend your energy on those things because as you take action and be grateful as, as you're making those changes, the other things that you thought were the things you need to be focused on are no longer as important. And they start, they start, they start not having the significance that you're placing on them. Right. That's good. I, I, I find even sometimes it's helpful when faced with those hard situations and you're having a hard time letting go of them, it, it just sort of step back and say, what can I learn from this? You know, mm-hmm. what, what is something that some way that I can grow from this to go towards creating the life that I want to have instead yes. of one where I'm not happy. Yes. So uh, what I always like to ask is, do you have sort of a tip or some sort of actionable step or question that listeners could do themselves if they're feeling like they themselves would like to develop more of this resilience or um, gratitude? Well, I think, I I think that the stories that we tell ourselves um, is what holds us back. So I think I just, I just want others to know that I'm no different than anyone else. I'm no better than anyone else. I just figured out what works for me. Sometimes what works for one will not work for another. But taking those steps that I shared today in resiliency has made me more resilient and has made me have better health and wellness. I feel better. I, you know, I, people are like, well, you look five years younger. I don't know. I mean, you know, like there's, there's, there's an energy that comes around that when your positive attitude starts showing out and you're not like negative Ned or, you know, a negative Nelly, and you're not, you're not like blaming the world for the things that have happened to you anymore. You've taken responsibility and said, I'm going to take charge of my life. I'm going to take charge of my future. And I'm going to take charge of anything that of course I can't change, but I also am going to take a different approach to how things um, are in the future um, and my responses to them. And, and I think it's just, it's just some very minor steps um, that you can apply that will, that will make a huge difference to people. And, and I have had so many already people call me up and say, Oh, if I'd have had this, you know, we interviewed a hundred veterans before we did this book and we asked every single one of them from Vietnam era all the way up to today, would this have made you more resilient when you came home or when you were dealing with adversity? And we got a resounding yes. We didn't get one no. Wow. That's really powerful. 
And I also, you had said before that there were five, um, five practices a day that you initially started, mm-hmm. just in case people didn't tune into those before. Can you just list them again that sure. really started to make the space in your head? Sure. Well, so, you know, like a meditation, reading, exercise, drinking water, and reading your affirmations and doing five things a day towards your goal. That's actually six, but well, that's a bonus today. (laughs) (laughs) You get one bonus from me. (laughs) You always go above and beyond. (laughs) There you go. That's great. So you were telling me as we were talking earlier that you also have a podcast. I do. I have a a podcast where we actually uh, interview veterans veteran businesses and veteran supported businesses. Um, we allow, you know, the ability to, if you choose to put a resource link on our, on our website uh, for a very small fee every year. So you can get your word out to the veterans that you would like to support. We, uh, I interview um, Tuesdays and Thursdays, and you can just go on the veteranconnections.us podcast and hit the join button under be a guest and fill out the information and everything else is automated. That's great. So you really, I mean, your, your, your life, you have, you have um, gone from being like a very, very physical, you know, with, with your career, with your Taekwondo um, to now being, um, I want to say more spiritual, more emotional. It's, it's, it's quite intriguing. And do you think, you know, I think sometimes the the male ego can get in the way as well. And one one of the last sentences in my first book, um, it says uh, it says something to the effect. Let me just look, because I can I can look that right here. Let's see here, real quick. The last the last sentence says this. Love is the missing link. The biggest lesson I've learned is to love myself and to love others. Without that, nothing matters in the end. Remember, in vulnerability, there is strength. And then it says, lose the ego, my friends. Because the guys with a big ego, when things start getting messy, they're not sure how to handle it because they don't want to reconnect with their hearts. And that's the missing link. Yes, that's beautiful. Yeah, and I, I I imagine that you get a lot of people li- uh, listening to you differently because you've sort of proved, I don't know, whatever it is that you need to prove. <laughs> yeah. I've done plenty. And that's the thing is that, you know, with the adversity and then, you know, I, but the thing is without a little bit of success, people are like, well, who are you? You know, so you have to also show that you've done some things that are that may seem impossible and then you get rid of the I am and say they are possible not just for me, for others as well. But for others. Okay, I have one more question. And I'm just curious because one of the things you brought up earlier was that you had these mentors early on who placed, you know, these positive beliefs for you, like you are a champion. Mm-hmm. What if, and this might be just going too far into the weeds, but what if people don't have, ha- don't, have not had that mentor in their past? Do you have suggestions for them? I do. Find one. Find somebody that you can trust and you can talk to. 
and let them become your mentor. Ask them to be your mentor. And it doesn't matter how old you are or what, what position or situation you're in or whatever. Just find somebody that, 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 know, that thinks differently than some of the people that you may have been around or the people that are affecting you in the negative ways and make them your mentors. Once there's no like and trust, then you can do that. That's great. And it, so it does not have to be something from your past. It can be right now. That's right. Start today. Yeah, that's beautiful. Well, thank you so much for sharing uh, your wisdom with us today and your story. And can you remind us once again where the listeners can learn more about you? Sure. Um, you can also find me on the website that we, that we have. It's www.mark.green without the E, just the mark.green. Got it. Great. Well, thank you so much for your time today. And listeners, thank you. We so appreciate you tuning in and um, being on this journey yourselves. So go out and remember that you do hold the power to change and transform your world. Thank you, Kristen. Thank you, Mark. Are you ready to discover your superpowers? Go now to superpowerexperts.com and take the superpower quiz today.